everyone. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's Ty. We're back. And this is the 51st episode. And um, wanted to thank everyone who's gone on this journey with us so far through 50 episodes. Wow. Wow. It's great. 50 <laughs> episodes? That's fantastic. Thanks for listening. Right. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, absolutely. To the Warriors. Yes. Well, we'll we will thank the Warriors at the end. Uh, but thanks. Yeah, thanks <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah. So we really couldn't do it without the Warriors and all the listeners. So thank you to them. Okay. So I guess we'll go. We'll jump right into this. We'll go to uh, should have been Action Star or a new or a new segment. No, there should have been an Action Star. Oh, okay. Should have been an Action Star. <laughs> yeah. trying to jazz it up i think the last one was kind of you know haunting or something <laughs> it was it was very moving it was poignant it was yeah. touching yeah it was very like celine dion or something like that right so, right so we have drew carey now there's a reason for this this isn't just yeah. pulled out of the air like the normal ones are yeah like my there's Andrew. actually a reason <laughs> yes and, that and what is that reason Drew Carey was in the Marine Corps, so that's perfect. And if you look up old pictures of him in the Marine Corps, he looks like a freaking jarhead. So it's perfect. So he can get out of the Army, maybe with a dishonorable discharge. Maybe that could be the title. Oh, dishonorable it's, discharge. Yeah, dishonorable discharge. I mean, that's perfect because he's dishonorable because he beat up his former commander, and then he discharges guns to shoot <laughs> right. gangsters. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's a double meaning. I like yeah, that. Perfect. I just thought of that, so... Yeah, Drew Carey, dishonorable discharge. <laughs> yeah, and people are dying to do something different. Like, I think yeah. we were talking about, you know, recently I just watched Nobody, which, you know, was a movie from 2021 with Bob Odenkirk as an action star. Now, most people would think that's a very unorthodox choice, but if you watch the movie, well, I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say it's not as unorthodox as you might think. So I'm excited to watch it very soon because we got it from the flicks, so... So if Bob Odenkirk can do it, why couldn't other comedians like Drew Carey do it? I mean, he's probably dying to do something like this to to show that, you know, he's not just a smiling, you know, yeah. happy, happy yeah, game show yeah, like, host slash sitcom star. He wants to put his military training to use in, on film. Great. I can see the beginning, too. You know, he's walking out of the army, just kind of disgruntled. And then he, he hears about like maybe his uh, former you know, he beat up his former commander, but his former Marine buddies got killed in like some sort of like drug cartel thing. And he investigates it and he, you know, he has a dishonorable discharge. Right. Because, you know, the military and the government are yeah. not telling him anything and, you know, exactly. putting up all the red tape and he's getting frustrated. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it's time to take out the trash. He, maybe so he, he decides to, the- yes, he takes out the trash on his own and yep. gets to the, you know, heart of the drug dealing problem and the killing of his buddies yep. by himself. This, this sounds like a very good movie. I mean, I could see a part where he's like, he's really, really mad about his buddies dying, and he punches a wall. <laughs> right, right, because he has to go through an emotional yeah. time, which I think Drew Carey did in real life. Yeah, so, so this is perfect. He can just use that for to make this great movie that really should have been made. Well, it's <laughs> never too late. It's not too late. He could still do. He could take a break from Price is Right, just get Wayne Brady to replace him for a little bit, make the movie, and then go back to Price is Right. And then once he's back on Prices Right, we can get Wayne Brady to be in the action movie. <laughs> yeah, so be and then back and forth forever. Yeah. And then they can maybe team up. <laughs> oh, well, there's an idea right there. Yeah. So, well, I already well, we'll save for next time. <laughs> okay. 
But that's an idea. It's a good one. I think it's one of the more solid choices in a while. Oh, thank you. So, all right. So now we have a new segment. You know, right. We have a new segment. Um, we don't have any sort of song to introduce no. it yet, but maybe we will. Um, and uh, I guess the thought behind this segment before we introduce what it is, is, you know, we have our classic segment, A Bid for Seriousness. Yes. And, you so, know, that's, you know, we're actors such as Deborah Gibson, uh, Dan Glover or uh, Franklin Muniz extend their name to uh, in their bid for seriousness. You guys all know that. All the listeners know that. Unless you're a new listener. And why would you start at episode 51? We don't know. Um, Well, actually, I do know because iTunes starts you with the the latest episode and then wants you to go down. So if you're just starting to listen, you might actually be listening to this for the first time. That's a really good point. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so that's the idea behind Bid for Seriousness. But what if it went the other way and someone who was already serious wanted to go the other direction? So with that in mind, we introduced this new segment called A Bid for Casualness. Yes, that's very casual. And who do you have for the very first? We have two because it's the first one. We're doing a double header. What are your first two? Two bid for casualness uh, okay. actors. We have Tommy Selleck. <laughs> Tommy Selleck, okay. And Pete Weller. <laughs> you have an alternate for that one. Also, Petey Weller. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's son-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's Petey Weedstraw. Never mind. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so we have bid. So now, see what as we start to run out of examples for some of these things like remember cliche of the day we ran out of cliches so we had to move on to something else unless we you know get more someday so now look you know listeners get ready for a bid for casualness and if you have any ideas yourself write in and um and we'll read them if we like them and we think they're good so uh if you think of any tell us wait to read them so that'd be great and we'll tell you how to get in touch at the end of the show yes perfect so anything else want to say about pd weller or um that, you know, kind of self-explanatory. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since Tom Thomas Selleck. See, yeah. Tom, that could go either way. It could be yeah. Thomas Selleck or Tommy Selleck. Did anything th- that was that funny? I mean, yeah. Well, Magnum PI is the closest, right? So it's uh, kind of it's not that serious. It's kind of a goofball kind of show. Uh, her alibi is that a comedy? That's a comedy. I've never seen that. Neither have I. Seen- no, but I remember it from video stores. I think I, it was uh, around at the Goodwill a couple months ago. I, I passed. Yeah, um, I understand. But it shows he can do comedy. And he, he's been tied up with Jesse Stone and Blue Bloods for a while. He probably yeah. wants to, you know, show his comedy chops. And he could do that as Tommy Selleck. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to P.D. Weller, you know. It's <laughs> Has he yeah. ever done comedy? I, I'll have to look it up. But it's well, off the top of your head. Yeah. Not, not my head, no. A shakedown? That had some funny moments. Yeah, right? that's like a that's an action comedy. Yeah, Figured I think that's as close as PD ever got. Yeah, yeah. Usually he's very serious. Because <laughs> I just thought of another one. I can save it for the next episode, I guess. Well, make sure you write it down because we don't okay. want to run out too fast, or we'll, okay, we'll run out. I won't out. say. I won't say. It, but I've said this name before, so. <laughs> but uh, right. so I guess we'll go on to our topic, which is which we're, is we're talking about Billy Blanks today. Yes, um, William Blanks, we are talking about. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Bill Blanks, William Blanks. Well, he was a Billy. So it's like... Right, he's already Billy, so he would be a, uh, a bid for seriousness, right, if he wanted to extend it. To, about, um, to William Blanks, yeah. It's like... <laughs> or Bill. Um, right, Bill Blanks. <laughs> um, 
So you have some well, I do have some background, you know, as I always say, I don't want to bore people with too much background. But since this, de- you know, this is dedicated to Billy Blanks, you know, I feel like it's appropriate to do some quick background. Um, but um, so what I was able to find out was he's the fourth out of 15 children oh, in his family. I didn't know that. <laughs> he was born and raised in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, direct video kind of story, you know, he lives in Philadelphia. I don't know how close it is to Erie, but maybe he, they're both from uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah. yeah you got to ask him. Um, so obviously Michael Blanks is his brother. Billy Blanks Jr. is his son. Clearly. Here's something interesting. Okay. According to the internet, he's dyslexic. Hmm. Interesting. So I was thinking he's done so much and had such a successful career. I think that's really inspiring for anyone out there who's dyslexic because it shows that you can really achieve a lot in life. And oh yeah, not let that stop you. yeah, that won't stop you. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, here are some stats. Seven time world karate champion, hmm. nationally ranked by karate illustrated from 1982 to 1989 karate hall of fame since 1982, 1980 captain of the U S Olympic karate team. <laughs> Member of the U.S. karate team, winning 36 gold medals in international competition. <laughs> That's insane. 36 yeah. gold medals? That's How come fantastic. nobody no, talks about no, that? No one talks about that at all. At all. So. Uh, 1975 Amateur Athletic Union champion. Not really sure what that is, but uh, uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got? Um, he was inspired by Bruce Lee. Obviously, as a lot of people were back then. Um, I'm inspired by Bruce Lie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so am I. I mean, as I've said many times, I'm more inspired by Bruce Ree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's interesting is his career got started when he was hired as a bodyguard for lead actress Catherine Bach during the filming of 1988, 1988's Driving Force. Well, yeah, because he's in the movie. He's in the movie as a guy named Poole, which I was going to talk about in a little bit. But it's starting off as a bodyguard for Catherine Bach in, in Manila is uh, wow. not a bad place to start your career. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Um, he had celebrity clients at his uh, Los Angeles uh, dojo, such as Paul well, Abdul. Above, see, that could, she could be an action star, Paul Abdul. It's like, I'll have to write that one down. Um, What's interesting, though, in one place it said he uh, it lives in L.A. and has his, I guess, dojo there. Then another place it says he relocated to Japan in 2009. So I'm not exactly sure where he lives. Not that that's really relevant at all, but uh, maybe it's both. But um, well, that, so that's some of the basic, basic Billy Blank background. I, I could go on, but um, I think people get the idea. And then yeah. starting from, you know, his amazing martial arts career then you know starting off and driving force and then and low blow and moving his way up 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 i mean people know him now as the taibo guy of course but yeah you know he had a a really significant mostly dtv career before that yeah because you know one of his biggest you know first roles was the last boy scout which is a great movie right and he has a great role in it in the beginning he's he's right in the beginning he's like hey look it's billy blanks that's awesome and that must have been cool to see him in the theater because that was probably yeah. the last time he went to the theater, unfortunately. Yeah, he's in these like small roles, like in Lionheart or, um, you know, Low Blow and all that stuff. One of his, you know, you know, bigger roles as the villain is King of the Kickboxers. Remember, he was the villain Khan. Yes, yes, and he <laughs> makes some good like snorting and grunting noises, I guess, yeah. to show that he's the bad guy. <laughs> well, because Lauren Avedon does that. There's two yell like ah ah 
<laughs> well, the one where he's at his on the couch and flipping the papers yeah. is yeah. amazing. <laughs> the movie itself, King of the Kickboxers, I guess we could just start there. Sure. It's, it's an awesome movie. I mean, I think we might have talked about this before, but it just delivers the goods. It has all this great, great fighting skill. Billy Blank is really excellent as the villain, and it's just a pure fun to watch. And uh, I would have, you know, if I was casting the movie, I might have switched the good guy and the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like, what if Lauren Avedon was the bad guy and Billy Blanks was the good guy? That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. And I'm happy he's been the hero in other movies, which we'll talk about shortly. Because he seems more of a good guy type to yeah. me. I mean, obviously, you could play against type, but he seems very likable. So, I mean, that's the thing. They must have he has to work harder if he wants to be, like, bad, you know? I think, do you remember that he was in Time Bomb? Well, you've seen that of uh, Michael Bean. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He was another kind of like thug kind of guy, but he had a pretty decent fight scene with Mike Bean. Um, <laughs> and uh, that was a good one, too. So let me see here. So, well, I mean, for just, I mean, you can start where you want to start. I mean, the, the, I just have one more thing about King of Kickboxers, which is go ahead. now there were two different versions, right? There's a cut and an uncut version. Yeah. The Imperial one that I have is the cut version. I've seen the uncut version. It was on Amazon Prime, or, or as a YouTube, um, for a while. It might still be on. I hope it is. It just it cuts out some of the gore, um, cuts out some of the well, cuts out the Sherry Rose nudity. Um, ah. <laughs> I know it's, this is ridiculous. I mean, uh, what's left? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's the fighting, I guess. But, I mean, well, yeah, but you know, I know, but you, you cut out some of the, like the extra kind of good parts. It's like why, why, and why does not Imperial not have the unrated version on tape? This really should be on Blu-ray, too, King of the Kickboxers. Uh, the Vinegar Syndrome has listened to us before. Maybe yeah. they could Because this would something. be a hit. Because, you know, Action USA is on Blu-ray now. we got King of the Kickboxers. It could say, uh, you know, uncut version, first time on Blu-ray. You know? uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and they did Martial Law 1 and 2 yeah. together. You're and, right um, there. Savage Harbor. They've done a bunch of – I know there's other action ones they've done. So, I mean, they could do that. And there's a sequel. Right. King of the Kickboxers 2? But that has another title. Or am I thinking Wait, of something are you, else? Are you thinking of American Shaolin, King of the Kickboxers 2? Yes, yes, yes. That's not really it's unrelated. Sequel. It's unrelated. It's, oh, well, you know what? You're right. There is another sequel called King of the Kickboxers 2. Oh, that's confusing. It has Lauren Avedon. And I think it's, it has a different title, but they call it King of the Kickboxers 2 in other countries. I can double check, you know. Yeah, but I, I, I'm glad you... <laughs> uh, vindicated me on that because I do yeah, think you were right. Is, uh, and and so, I, but my whole point is, since Vinegar Syndrome likes to put these things together, maybe they could put those two together. Yeah, because it's also called Fighting Spirit, the other Lauren Avedon movie. So right, which we've seen. So uh, and it's directed by Teddy Page as Avedon and Sean Donahue. So I, that needs a Blu-ray release. Like, who knows about this one? I think also let's not forget about Breathing Fire. I know Billy Blanks is in that, and we'll go back to him in a second. But yeah, Jerry Trimble, we did Trimble already. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I don't know if there's more we want to say about King of the Kickboxes, except that it's a recommended movie. I try and seek out the uncut version. Yeah, it's around. It's around online. So just not in yeah. your local you know, VHS store. <laughs> right, right. Of course it isn't. And uh, <laughs> But it's a rare Billy Blanks. Ba- well, maybe it's not that rare, but a rare Billy Blanks bad guy performance in a major role you know he's played thugs that i guess are bad but he's like the main bad guy in this and we'll jump to uh a movie where he's the hero which is another good one towns of the eagle right towns of the eagle where he teams up with um painted on hair um jalal murai 
Jalal Murray, yes. <laughs> and James Hong is hanging around, and Priscilla Barnes. And, and of course, Messiah Hughes, and gets his his name is Khan. And tells oh, the eagle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Billy Blanton, I wonder like if that's Khan. on purpose, or, or they just thought people with the name Khan are just, they sound bad, like the Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Was, was that, Ricardo uh, Maltabon was Khan, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. I've I never seen the movie. i just seen the clip where, you know, uh, Shatter yells, Khan. Well, I mean, that is a great moment in cinema history. See, in the remakes of those Star Trek movies, they do it again. And, if it, and Cumberbatch plays, or Cumberbund, then Cumberbund mm. plays uh, Khan. And you got Chris Pine or Chris Evans. And he goes, yells, Khan. It doesn't really work because you know it's coming. So, I know what you're saying. I mean, I haven't seen... The yeah, not, sequel or not sequels, remakes, whatever they are. I haven't seen them. I'm not I'm not interested. But, I guess um, but why would you yeah, why so if they're reimagining it, why would they hold over something from the original? I thought it was a reimagination. Well, that's true, but you I guess people want to hear it, right? But only Shatner can do it. I that's guess. true. No, I agree. Yeah, you can't beat Shatner's amazing thing of con. It is amazing. I know people make fun of it now, but it's still kind of amazing. In the eighties people didn't make fun of it, I don't think. It's only the only only starky people yeah. now are making fun of it. Yeah, these snarkos. You know, the yeah, these they're a bunch of snarkos and they're making yeah. fun of it. Not to be confused with narcos, which is a yeah, different thing. I think it's a program on the flicks, right? So. <laughs> yes, as you call it, the flicks. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, so Talents of Eagle. I mean, people don't know the plot of this one. Um, Tyler Wilson, played by Billy Blanks, is sent on assignment to Toronto and teams up with Jalal Murhai, and he fights in a martial arts tournament, which that will be happening in, in a later Billy Blanks movie. <laughs> and uh, then he fights Matthias Hughes at the end of the movie, which is a really good fight, if you remember. Well, I mean, how could it not be with the talent involved? It, that's pretty good. I mean, it was pretty fun. It's cl- this is a perfect movie for your VCR, Talent of the Eagle. I think it's now on DVD, like when he's budget ones. Right, right. Well, I mean, I do think that's the type of thing where if you were browsing through a video store in say 1995, yeah, you would see it and go, "Hey, yeah, I want to watch this because it has all your favorite stars and a, you know, it looks like a classic 90s actioner, which it is. It is. It's perfect. And we'll jump to another one. Uh, also has Joel Murray, um, TC 2000. Right. So it's <laughs> in the future. Claws. In the future, right. Tiger Claws 2000. It has Matthias Hughes as Bigelow. And he Bolo joins Young. the fray as Bigelow. He the fray. <laughs> yeah, Billy Blanks, Bolo Young, Jalal Murray, Bobby Phillips, and Matthias Hughes. Wow. I mean, that's a killer 90s yeah. action cast. Yeah, and I found that at the Salvation Army. I remember. It's like, wait, I need to buy this immediately. <laughs> and that's before we had seen the other Tiger Claws movies. Yes, that is correct. We saw it over right. 10 years ago. Like, what? What is it? We know we heard of Billy Blanks from Tybo and maybe, you know, Tough and Deadly, stuff like that. But no. Yeah, that was sort of the beginning of our Billy Blanks, I, I don't know, I guess you call it action watching. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. we watched a bunch right after. And I know people make fun of his hair in DC 2000. Uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way because it's like his hair and it is. Uh, suspect it's like it's very it's it's like trying to be like a crew not crew cut but like a like a kid and play kind of haircut but it's is not it triangular it, or yeah, is that triangular, different it's triangular yeah well okay triangular. first off it's 
It's the future. We it's don't know what hairstyles are going to be popular in the future. It's very that's, futuristic. That's true. It's in the year 2000. Well, me, it's a 2000. It might be like a 2020, actually. It's in 2020. So, so last year. the future. Yeah, the future. From, <laughs> from when the movie was made, obviously. And um, so is that meant – here's a question. Okay, is that ahead. meant to be watched after the first three Tiger Claws movies? That's a really good question. Like, is it like an unofficial fourth Tiger Claws movie, or is it just completely unrelated? And if it's unrelated, why go with the whole TC Tiger Claws thing in the first place? It has to be related somehow. Maybe it's a set in the future, like how Jason goes into space or Leprechaun. I'm not sure. Well, Jason X is set in the future, if I'm not mistaken. So, but, um, yeah, TC 2000. (laughs) I remember we watched that at our friend's house, and his, his TV was kind of bad. Do you remember this? It was like it was like an old projection screen. Yeah, it's got the, the movie had like a bluish hue to it on his TV, so it was like, what? What's going on? Didn't, didn't make it look very good. So I can read the plot. People haven't seen TC two thousand from nineteen ninety three. Um, Jason Storm. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Isn't that an awesome name? He's just he's a cop in the future, and then. He fights Jalal Murray, and Jalal Murray plays Nikki Picasso. <laughs> of course, he does. You remember that character? Uh, no, I don't. Well, it's kind of yeah. like on that new Law and Order um, that we don't like, or I don't really like it. The uh, yeah, the um, geez, I forgot what it's even called. Organized crime, yeah. where um, Chaz Palminteri plays a gangster named Sinatra. I hate that. You can't think of any other Goomba name. It has to be Sinatra. Yeah, I thought that was weak. So weak. It's like, oh, uh, Sinatra. It's like, and what? Then you, then you like Frank Sinatra. He's the best, you know. It's like, whatever. Any so, other uh, anything. I, so that's what pretty much why I stopped watching it. I watched the first season. Like, I can't watch this anymore. It's too stupid. And they mention real life things, which I won't mention on this podcast. <laughs> Starts with a C. And it's like, <laughs> it's like I don't want to hear about that in my fake shows on TV. Okay. Right, so you should watch shows like uh, like Salem, like I'm watching yeah. now. It takes place in 1692, so you don't have to uh, worry. I don't have to worry about any things, uh, certain things that are happening right now. So it's like no, you just have to worry about witch trials and stuff. Yeah. You know, that could happen again. You know, <laughs> interesting. Law and well, order witch trial by jury. Hey, <laughs> hey there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That, 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 that's the brewing of, a, of an uh, idea. A brewing? I, Is that what? Nah, I didn't even know. <laughs> the, the witches are brewing up some ideas in, uh, over there. So, yeah, Jason Storm, I'll go back to plot for a second because it gets really silly because he has to go to the underground, which is part of this uh, secret lair, and he has to bring down the surface world with a kill zone device, <laughs> which is a bomb. <laughs> Why? So it's a you know underground fighting, right? There is some fighting. I don't think there's punch fighting. We'll get to the punch fighting no. one very soon. Maybe oh, okay. Because I heard power. underground and I thought okay, but no, I, I get what you're saying. But so it's not like um, a Ring of Fire three. Right, right. Where that's also underground, literally oh, underground. Two. Uh, Sorry, two. Blood and steel. No. Wait, the blood and steel or fire and steel? Oh no. Mm. <laughs> but. We'll go back to Billy. Let's see. So the next one is Showdown. From oh, so we're done with uh, oh, TC2000? Oh, wait. Let's see. What do we recommend? I think I rewatched it last year or maybe two years ago. It's fun. It's goofy, goofy fun. It's, it's Billy Blanks. He's likable in it. 
and some fun fights, and you got you got a bolo, so right. <laughs> so I uh, say it's a boatload of action, but no, it's a bolo, <laughs> not boatload. Right. <laughs> Wait, bolo? Um, that be on lookout? You know, yeah, <laughs> in in uh, police language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if we, hey, if we ever do a a bolo episode, which I'm sure we will. We could call sure. it like Bolo for Bolo or something. Yeah, perfect, perfect. I'll have to write that down. But um, it's uh, you know it's more classic '90s fun. You know what I mean? It's oh, like the type sure. of movie you'd find on a VHS video in your local store. And why wouldn't you want to watch that? So I'd say we would recommend it. Yeah, most of these Billy movies are pretty good. I have to say, it doesn't yeah, really have much... average is very good. I would say. Yeah. So we'll go to the next one, which is Showdown. Um, there's a classic Karate Kid. Yeah, movie. It's on Blu-ray, right? Did you're not gonna? Are you gonna buy that? I have no plans to buy that right now, but we'll see what happens uh, price-wise. Did Ken Scott plays Ken Marks? <laughs> no, the <laughs> Ken Scott has two ends. <laughs> oh, so. no, I think so. That's how you know he's cool. You know, he's, yeah. <laughs> well, you have two T's in your name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, that means you're cool. Well, like Dan Florek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Law and Order. I never used to like Craig. I, I, Craig is mean. I thought he was just <laughs> Craig is too mean to Logan. Yeah, and but then he, after he held that monkey, he warmed your heart. <laughs> so the monkey was in the basketball in the episode of SBU, and it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> was that during a writer strike, or is that meant to happen? I think that was before writer strike, or maybe it could have been a certain Stucky. No, that, that's that kid, that's not a Stucky. We um, would know. Right. Yeah, I think so. It was <laughs> who thought of that? Like, okay, so the monkey's in the basketball, and then he hugs Craig. <laughs> Just stop right there. Which sounds like something Bill Cosby might say. <laughs> With the monkey in the basketball, you know. So I feel like that's something you know that Cosby might have had something to do with. Well, yes, Cosby, or I, I call him uh, Stack Pierce. But it's like, <laughs> all right, Stack Pierce. <laughs> Don't want to. So, okay, we did talk about Showdown a little bit in the, uh, you know, double title episodes, <laughs> double vision, whatever. Oh, yes, where movies are the same title, yes. The same title, yeah. So we already talked about this, but the classic Karate Kid kind of movie, Patrick Kilpatrick plays the villain, Billy Blanks plays a helpful janitor to help Ken Marks, you know, fight the bullies. Now, this right, movie, he's I like the Mr. Miyagi type. Absolutely. And then he has his own fight scene. Uh, and if you remember, he's like fighting a bunch of thugs in his apartment, Billy Blanks. Um, the problem with that, because he kind of leaves the movie after that, um, and it's just more of a Ken, uh, Ken Marks, Ken Scott vehicle. <laughs> That's true, but was it ever meant to be a Billy Blanks vehicle? I don't think it was. I think he, oh, okay. I think it's a bit of an unfair criticism. I mean, yes, we all want more Billy Blanks in our yeah. lives, but I, it was never meant to be a Billy Blanks movie. I think it That's was... a good point. Yeah, it's more of a karate yeah. kid type of thing. Yeah, like a college kickboxer's... Like a college kickboxer. That's a good one. Remember my remember my copy went missing? Yes, it disappeared. It still disappeared. It's still, it's still gone. I Now I have it again. I have another Train to Fight, which is the alternate title. So... Wait, that could be maybe an idea for another podcast, like Karate Kid knockoff movies or something. But we did a lot of those the other day on uh, White Belt. With the, yeah, I don't know yeah. if we have enough. Uh, well, we'll have There's to think something about that. there, but I think we used a lot of them up in White Belt. <laughs> yeah, because most of them are those kid with the golden kimono or whatever they're called. <laughs> Karate Warrior? 
Yeah, but I think that's what they're called in Italy. I think oh, they're really? called kid with. I think they translate to something like "kid with a golden kimono" or something like that. I think we all want one of those. <laughs> I would wear one, sure. Would you wear a golden kimono? I if it was uh, appropriate to the, to the circumstances, yes. sure. <laughs> I just think you're just walking around with your golden kimono. It's like <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, sure does. So we'll go to the next Billy. Um, let me just double check the title. Ah, okay. So this is where it gets interesting. Oh, I'm going to do Expect No Mercy next. Oh, okay. Another so Jalal. Not, in, uh, Jalal didn't direct it, um, but he's in it. But no, he's, he's in it. He's, yeah. He has a certain floating head. <laughs> he sure does. And consult the internet if you want to see a picture of that. Yeah, so it's Billy Blanks, Jalal Murhai, and Wolf Larson. He he plays the villain named Warbeck. <laughs> David Warbeck, Karate Warrior. Um, do you remember the fight scene at the end? <laughs> How could I forget? It's, <laughs> it's something very, very funny and silly yeah. happens. Because he's fighting Warbeck, Billy Blanks, and then Jalal Murhai's fighting some other people. You kind of forget about the Joel Murhai fights because he's like fighting some like random dude on a roof. Because <laughs> I watched this about a year, two years ago, or rewatched it, but it was fun. Expect the Mercy is a fun one because it's about virtual reality. Um, I mean, I can have the plot here. Well, that's uh, why there's a floating Murhai head because yeah. you know, it was the '90s and VR was very hot, as we're always oh, yeah. talking about. So any any '90s movie that has VR yeah. to me Got gets it. a bit of a leg up in terms oh. of me wanting to see it. Absolutely, and Billy Blanks plays. Uh, Federal Service Agent Justin Venere. <laughs> He's assigned to infiltrate the mysterious Virtual Arts Academy. <laughs> now, does this take place in the future also? It does, yes. And what's interesting is that Michael Blanks is in this movie too. So so Billy and Michael are together. That's good. So I would definitely recommend this one because it's just, it's pure silly. It's like, yeah, it, it's very silly. It almost gets sillier as it goes along. It sure does. Um, and uh, again, it's it's classic '90s fun. I mean, Ed, Billy was really on a tear in the '90s, you know, he doing was. one gem after another, and this is certainly one of them. It's because you you watch this like, wow, this one's a goofy one because it's kind of this Canadian kind of junky look to it, but it's part of the uh, entertainment value. Right. So. Exactly. No, that's that's accurate. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> I can't but laugh. The, the fights were a lot of fun. They go cha cha <laughs> instead of hi-ya. That's what they say. Like yeah. instead of hi Well, maybe cha. in the future they. Yeah. It has something to do with you know being in the future. In the future they say yeah. cha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's C H A W. So cha cha. Well, just assuming, you know. <laughs> What's well, how? We've never seen reading. it written. written. That's no. what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I don't think I had closed captioning on my tape. Um, so. <laughs> well, so I guess we'll never until, until we see an original copy of the script. Yes. Uh, we're not going to know. I'm sure they wrote it in the script. Yes, <laughs> I, I, someone must have that. Maybe Wolf Larson, maybe Jalal Murray. He must have a copy of the script that says "Chaw" in it. <laughs> yeah, it says their name, and underneath it says "Chaw!" Exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> that must be fun. You fly to Canada, say "Chaw!" Have a good time. It's like, and they, you get paid, you know, a good amount of money. It's probably a great life. <laughs> so we'll go to here's a classic Billy Blanks. Back in action. Right, back in action. He plays when, Billy. <laughs> now this is sort of a companion piece to a movie that might be coming up later, yes, right? It's the next one I'll say. Okay. Well let's put them together. So we have okay. uh Tough and Deadly and Back in Action. Yeah. 
Now, arguably, these are the high points of the yes. Billy Blanks 90s action. Absolutely. And we've already had a bunch of good ones, but these really are like the apex. Yeah, these are the top tier ones. So people need to check these out for sure. So what's interesting about Back in Action, though, which is I, it's a great movie, by the way, Roddy Piper and Billy Blanks. Um, I mean, you, as you might say, you could stop there yeah, I mean, yeah. and get those two together <laughs> twice. Twice. And, uh, it you know, one fun. once was enough. I mean, not enough, but it was great. But then you get it again, and uh, we were really spoiled back then. We we really were. Like, wow, you get two of these, and they both delivered the goods. It was great. It was a great time. And you can still watch them today. I think they're only on tape. Um, mm. Vinegar syndrome. Maybe they can put them together. Well, what's interesting about back in action though? It got cut to shreds by the BBFC in the UK. Well, thankfully, we're not subject to their laws. But uh, <laughs> yeah, forget you laws. We get to watch our kicks and punches. Cause, so what is it they didn't like? Do you know? Okay, I will read it to you. Yes. The, oh, the okay. 1994 UK video certificate was rejected by them. It, wow. It was passed later. So they said, but, we're not even going to bother to take, do cuts. It is, we're, we're rejecting this. Yeah, right? it's, it's banned. You know, they imagine banning that movie i mean yeah. <laughs> it's so what are they saying that the citizens of the uk can't handle watching back in action no, i mean that's so can't. insulting because the guy i looked this up i mean the guy who ran the bbfc in the 90s his guy's name was james Furman. right the yes i've heard that name yeah. yeah total lame i will say i don't know he passed away so i want to speak ill of the dead but he was lame in the 90s i would that yeah so he it passed later in the BBFC, but seven minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds of cuts. Or, or over eight minutes, over nine minutes of cuts. It's, oh. it's crazy. Wow, it keeps going cuts. up. Are they still cutting it? Like, why is it still happening? Like, it's what, still cutting is this in real time? <laughs> yeah, it's not, over nine minutes of cuts. They take out all the fight footage, including head kicks and punches. And but then, have they never seen action before? Like, was this new to them? Like, I don't get it. As we mentioned before in other podcasts, they don't like you know, punches and kicks to the head because, you know, that might be uh, kids might, you know, copy that, you know. Well, yes, and I, I understand that that's their rationale. They don't want things that people could actually do. But so, like, do you know what like more do? fantastical elements in horror movies, even if it's horrific, they'll pass it because it's not something someone could actually do. Well, that's um, the thing. How do they know what we're doing? And we're gonna get- <laughs> they, they don't. I, I don't know. They don't. It's but, like, if I was uh, living in the UK, it's like, oh, I'm going to punch this guy. How do they know? I, 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 I learned it from watching Back in Action. <laughs> it's like, why are you punching me? Well, I saw it in Back in Action. So. Oh, but, but we, we cut those out. Hey. <laughs> so I don't know what punches are. Cause what are punches? <laughs> the BVFC is uh, protecting me from the terrible knowledge of what punches and kicks are. So good for them. But it says um, they, they were fully restored in 2004. But I don't know if I believe that. Right, so citizens in the UK could now handle it in 2004, yeah. but they so, couldn't in 1994. Yeah, so like, it took those 10 took, years. For 10 years, they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, I it mean, was a happy end. Yeah, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, well, it's a bit like King of the Kickboxers. Why take out the best bits? In this movie, though, you, you can't, you have to enjoy the, you know, the unbeatable force of Billy Blanks and Roddy Piper. Oh, yes. And uh, I remember it has a really awesome climax. Like, the, the kind of violence at the end yeah. is like really great, from what I remember. Yeah. It's like nonstop violence. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like maybe it's why the BBFC didn't like it. I don't know. Too much violence. Because let's not forget about the evil Cassadrian. Is that you say? Cassadrian? 
I've never He's did your guess as good as mine. And also Charles Chaka Bender. <laughs> I, mm, I wonder if he was one of the people saying Chaw back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chaka saying Chaw. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so people should definitely check this one out if they can. Oh, yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. I mean, do you want me to say the plot of this? It's just, you know, Wright Piper and Billy Blanks team up to fight some gangsters. And it delivers the goods. And that jumps right over to Tough and Deadly, which is basically like a sequel. So, Which is funny because you'd think back in action would be the sequel. I know. But it, it, it That's more of a first. sequel type name. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I always wondered about that. Yeah. So Roddy, Roddy Piper plays Elmo Freach. Right. Great name. Awesome. Elmo Freach. Great. Great name. How did they come up with this, though? <laughs> I'd love to know. Billy Blanks plays John Portland. And then... They're the original odd couple, but they have to team yeah. up. But John Portland, he has amnesia. And then uh, he's trying to get his memory back while trying to fight the CIA uh, evil goons. Karateo brothers? <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, the Karate brothers are in back in action, right? Or is it Tough and Deadly? I, I, well, I was... we'll, we'll leave that up to the viewers. They'll have to watch it, but watch out for the McNamara brothers. Yes. Uh, who make an appearance and yeah, back an in amazing action. appearance. Yeah. Yeah, they're in back in action. It's amazing. Great fight scenes. It's just, in both movies, really. And I think, uh, and there's that part where they try to change the radio in Tough and Deadly. Yeah, I was like, I want to listen to rap. It's like, I want to listen to country. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, that reminds me. In Talons of the Eagle, there's like a similar scene. And um, Billy Blanks calls Jalal Murhai a bubblehead. <laughs> so, I feel like he could do that a little better. Oh, you bubblehead. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him a bubblehead in that yeah, inimitable way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally forgot about that. So, yeah, people need to just watch both of those back to back. It'd just be just a pure action, pure action awesomeness, you know? Yeah, really. Well, I remember back in action, they're screaming while shooting yeah. these guns. Yeah, just... yeah, that's what Billy was doing at the end. He was screaming while shooting two machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is the stuff we're, we're talking about, you know? But how come more movies can't do that today? Now, before we get to the last one. Wow, already the last one? Well, I mean, a lot of things, even like these TV shows before this kind of, before Tybo, you know, kicked No, no, out. I'm not talking about that. Just stuff on the website. We didn't really talk about Driving Force or Low Blow. Oh, yeah. Well, not yet. Oh, okay. I even though it's the last, but I have Balance of Power next. Oh, okay. So, so I think you might be saving that one for last because of I the great scene where he's fighting Steam. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I couldn't wait because, uh, <laughs> that's right there is a scene where he yeah. has a fight scene with steam. with steam which i think is the first time we've ever and last time we've ever seen that i mean only billy blanks can fight steam no one right. else and win and win he won he actually beat the steam um, <laughs> so yeah i found this a time tunnel um yeah. it's like bounds of power billy blanks and mako <laughs> yoink <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I, said. I, I, said, I said yoink yeah it's like hey yoink i'm buying this immediately 25 cents please <laughs> so and there's a pretty one of those precocious little kids in it right yes you have a really good memory lisa boynton yes lisa boynton plays the little tot who uh yeah, is around it was that mako's was mako's it? daughter granddaughter granddaughter yeah i thought she's a bit young to be a daughter yeah mako is a bit uh old <laughs> and he still can't really tell what he's saying, but we're happy he was there. And um, well, another entertaining Blanks, movie all around. 
<laughs> Billy Blanks had a tough time speaking in this one, too. So it was Billy Blanks and Mako talking at the same time. And it's like, um... <laughs> and there was yeah, no it's a little unintelligible, but that's all part of the fun. You can't help but love that. Well, it's kind of like when Schwarzenegger and Stallone talk to each other. It's... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's basically all their scenes together in the Expendables movie. Yeah. So he just saves people like several hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trench? It's like... Yeah. You had a Hawaiian shirt on, the EX2, and a cigar. Well, if you want to be cool. Well, I wish I could do that. So in this movie, it's it's a classic punch fighter. Um, Nico, played by Billy Blanks, is a kindly karate instructor in the ghettos of Canada. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm with you so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've seen the movie, but I'm just saying. Yeah. But, <laughs> there's, but he, he mentors like little kids through karate and he's telling his uh, friend Billy <laughs> to not go in the evil playground. Right, I remember, don't go to the playground. It's like this yeah. dark, evil playground. You're not yes. supposed to go there. And guess what happens? The kid does. And something might happen to him. So he just kind of regroups. And then he's right. part Billy of Billy gets mad. Fight. Yeah. Billy gets mad and he regroups. And he goes to sign up for this fighting tournament. And it's underground punch fighting matches to the death. <laughs> and, you know, the crowd, you know, uh, holds their cash and yells. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Where would we be without that? So. <laughs> Let's not forget about uh, where is there. So. Get up a laugh. There's also the uh, evil British guy. His name is Slater. Do you remember this character? Uh, I can't say that I do right now, but maybe if you talk more about it. Well, he's just like it's like yes, Nico, you will you will win these matches or you will die. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, and then he he has to go through this like um, I don't know if you call it an obstacle course or something like yeah, that. He has to do memory. all these challenges in a cave or something. Yeah, he's like jumping over things and then fighting the steam and then he has to fight takamura he's that's the main villain played by james Liu. right okay yeah so this one is very interesting because people should definitely check this one out it's very underrated right i think it came out a little later yeah. than the others like 97 i think and it's yeah like, so that's kind of when the whole the golden age of dtv at least in our opinion was kind of yeah. going down yeah you know? so, so this might have gotten lost in you know the runoff of all the movies that were not so good that were coming out in the late 90s but this is not one of them this is this is no. definitely a worthwhile movie because yeah, you watch it, it's like you know what you can't help but love it because there's all these fun training sequences with the granddaughter and there's some right. fight scenes and then you know, there's that really cool double ear clap with his feet billy blanks <laughs> and it's just like it's it's just cool i wish we could do that it's amazing it's like, well you have to train under mako in the, on oh, the yeah. beach for, for a long time <laughs> Months, months and years. So now his later movies, you know, he's in some other weird movies, some horror movie. Oh no, no, he's in um Shadow Warriors too. Remember that? And that but that wasn't a very big part. No, it's he was fighting Hulk Hogan for like five seconds. <laughs> but then mostly after Balance of Power he kinda you know, took a break and I wish he no, I think it, it, yeah, was, at that point yeah. You know, I think Taibo had taken off or was starting to take off. He, and, they, you know, he was following that um, gravy train and, oh, yeah. you know, didn't want to be in these low budget actioners anymore. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll do. I mean, if I was Billy Blanks and Taibo hit like that, like, all right, I'll take a break. 
or just or just stop really and I, he needs to come back and supposedly he's going to be in the circuit tv show now, i think i okay. talked about this before if jalal murhai and eric roberts in a van i think i talked about this with connoisseur oh, the circuit <laughs> the circuit for some TV reason i thought show. you said surrogate no no the circuit tv show um he plays a guy named samson billy blanks but this show hasn't come out yet it's been like waiting and waiting to like come out i think it's only in canada or something it's very hard to like see it's oliver grunier and billy blanks and eric roberts great i mean just like the movie right? yeah the... exactly exactly so i mean <laughs> i i kind of feel like three movies of the circuit is enough i, I don't know what a tv <laughs> series could possibly um <clears throat> explicate, yeah, exactly. for lack of a better word that that <laughs> very kind of dull movie series but hey you know we're living in a new era and maybe they jazzed it up well if, as long as jillan marhan plays editor bill no. I, 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 please tell me he's playing. He's reprising his classic role as editor Bill. I last I checked, he's not. Ah, uh, uh, maybe he editor Bill retired. He's, yeah, right? so I mean that should be interesting, and <laughs> maybe we'll get a chance to see that. But I believe Michael Blanks was also involved in the Circuit series. He was, and he was in Expect No Mercy, and a couple other actioners too. So it's, the Blanks name kind of lives on. You know, right, well, especially with Billy Blanks Jr. Yeah, so that's great. So Billy Blanks Jr. is doing stuff. Michael Blanks. It's kind of like um, Michael Buffer, you know, and there's Bruce Buffer. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there might be some other buffers kind of hanging around. Oh, really? I yeah, think so. Good. Don't quote me on that. Because that's amazing. You can say, let's get ready to rumble. No, I, mean, I don't think you can say those words. Uh, I, didn't I, say, <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I think we have to pay if you say that. Oh, okay. Let's get ready to fight. And okay, there you like, go. <laughs> and you get paid millions of dollars to say those words. That's yeah, amazing. but think about that voice. It's a golden voice. It's golden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean that voice. He deserves every penny. I mean that is an amazing voice. As a as a fan of voices, you must yeah. appreciate yes. the the genius of Michael Buffer. Absolutely, he's great. So he could be in his own movie too. I'll have to write that down. Oh yeah, Buffer. What? Yeah. You gotta write. Yeah, oh, we have. Okay, well that we makes might sense. Have, might have said it before, but we'll we'll expand upon it later. Oh okay. Because um, uh, you know, there's a once in a lifetime voice. There's a what's the guy's name? Don Lafontaine. Yeah, that was amazing. So this every now and again, every couple of decades, you get a Don LaFontaine or a Michael Buffer. It's it's very few and far between you get a voice that good. Yeah, we wish our voices were that good. I mean, I think our voices are all right, but it's no Don. No, like normal voices. That, there are no you know, these are, they're not these are they're not horrible to listen to, but they're not Michael Buffer. I no, mean, no. I think yeah. maybe Michael Buffer has a podcast. Oh, let's, we should look into that. Yeah, let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could just talk um, about the news stories of the day or something. That'd be great. Right, and it could be a short podcast. It could be like 20 minutes. Yeah, we could just talk about some hot stories and then then sign off, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, in, in local news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in local news. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's something um, there. Okay, so that's good. Now, now are we... No, we didn't talk... Well, I still can think of two movies we haven't talked about yet. Go ahead. Well, Low Blow and Driving Force. Yeah. Well, we talked about those. Um, we talked about Driving Force the, um, a few episodes ago, but yeah, we'll talk about it again. He just plays like a classic uh, kind of gangster <clears throat> or a thug named Poole. And right. then Low Blow, he just plays a guard. You know, I, right. I, no, he's, it's an almost nothing role in yeah. Low Blow. Yeah. And let's not forget he's in Blood Fist. He plays Black Rose. He fights uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. They want to forget that one. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. if you look back at his career, he's worked with all the big names of exactly. action. Yeah, all of them, I think. I mean, Don the Dragon, Matthias Hughes, Lauren Avedon. Yeah, that's uh, great. And he was James Lou. I mean, all of them. That's so cool. I mean, that must be great just to fight these people. Just, just for you know, I know it's for fun, but it's like that must be just cool just to go on set and fight these other fighters. Right, and you see their style, and and I'm sure it takes a really long time to you know get it all down. Oh and, yeah. Uh, it's just like two people at the top of their game. Oh, 100%. And that's what Matthias, you said. I, I heard something. Of, he was talking about Talons of the Eagle. And he said it was great fighting with Billy Blank. It took a long time to shoot, but it was but it was fun. It was a great fight scene to do. Well, don't they kind of cover some of this material in that book you have? It's like the hardcover book. What's that called? Oh, like the 80s guy, like the action guide. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yes, they do talk to a bunch of I think they do talk to Hughes. So yeah, I, that's a, a good memory. I still have the book, obviously. You, but, you um, should bring that out because there might be things you can mention on the podcast from that book. Okay, I'm on it. So. Um, and because you know, just quickly going back to nobody, um, Daniel Bernhardt was Bob Odenkirk's trainer for oh. his fight scenes. So on the DVD, nice. which you should definitely watch, they have the, they have some like little short featurettes about how Daniel Bernhardt trained Bob Odenkirk. That's, that's a great <laughs> sentence. Right, and, and 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 he plays one of the thugs in one of the fight scenes. It's like, oh, wow, I, I can't believe I'm seeing this, but Bob Odenkirk and Daniel Bernhardt are having a fight scene. I mean, it's like a dream come true in a way. It's like you don't expect this at all. Well, I mean, that's kind of what we've based like 50 podcast episodes on, getting these <laughs> unorthodox people you know, yeah, in these movies that should have been an action star. And Bob Odenkirk is a good example. You probably would have thought of that before nobody ever came out. And then, you know, Michael Flatley, I know that's coming true with that movie in with Eric Roberts. Um, we'll have to watch that. And I know you weren't expecting this question, but has there been any movement on the, what's it called? The Gardener? Oh, The Gardener? No, no. Oh. Lionsgate said quarter one, 2021. Well, so, I think we're out of that. Aren't we? Yeah, we're way out of that. We're almost we're like in Q, we're in Q3, I believe. Q3. Yeah, so this must be Q1. So I don't want so, to hold up on Lionsgate and. Uh, Gary Daniels versus uh, Bronzy <laughs> versus Robert Bronzy. So I would like to see that, but I'll, well, I'll take another look. I'll, I'll check again. I know you're on, on top of this. So the I'm second you hear of any kind of release, I, I definitely want to know. I'm very close to me pre-ordering it. <laughs> <laughs> How could it be bad? How? Well, There's no way. I think from what information I can gather of the gardener, Gary Daniels is the villain. Versus well, because Bronzy has to be the good guy, right? Well, he has to be Charles Bronzy. So, <laughs> gotta love Death Kiss. Yes, people should see Death Kiss if they haven't. It's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I'm out of blanks. Let's want to talk about his other like TV appearances of like. The I go right ahead, but I, you know, I don't know that I've seen oh, them. I haven't seen the Parenthood episode or Muppets Tonight or any of that stuff. So, <laughs> I remember Muppets Tonight. So. Yeah, and someone had a great idea. Let's make the Muppets like The Office. Oh, that was the other Muppet show. See, Muppets Tonight was from the 90s. Oh, the, the one you're talking about was just called The Muppets. It has a period next to it. The Muppets. <laughs> like The Office. Like The Office. And I watched it and it was like, what the heck is this? It's like, wh- why is Kermit talking to the camera, having like a girlfriend <laughs> problem? It's like, what is this? It's like... <laughs> it's like well, I mean, the office was very popular, so they probably thought, okay, we'll take the same formula and replace the cast with Muppets. It's like serious things, too. It's like, 
Mike, I can't do Kermit. But it's like, Kermit. It's like, <laughs> like, Kermit's like getting a divorce or something. <laughs> oh, boy. So when your life is kind of weird. Yeah. I wish you were there. Yeah, I won't sing the uh, Muppet Baby song, but <laughs> Muppet, Muppet. <laughs> Muppet, Muppet. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm Babies, babies. And you can't stop yourself. Yeah. Well, but back to- on track. So are we mentioning anything else about the great Billy Blanks? Yes. Uh, no, that's about it. I mean, I guess most of his movies, as we said before, are actually all entertaining, you know, Everyone has a distinctive fight scene or something to you know enjoy. So. Right, right, exactly, and all of them, yeah, have something to recommend them. Exactly. So, I mean, if people haven't seen these, they have them more cut out for them because oh, yeah. you know normally with something like this, we'll say we recommend this, we don't recommend that. I don't think there were any duds. No, not nary a dud. I don't no duds. That's amazing. No duds. You know, Wink got had a couple duds. You know, he had oh yeah, expert. everyone has duds. Jeff Speakman, the expert. No, no, Wink guy had duds too. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, the the Charlie that? Rose show one. What was that? Oh, yeah, Killing Man. Yeah, Killing Man. That was yeah. that's no good. And um, Street Law, you know, it has its flaws. Yeah, I think you found this movie at time called When the Bullet Hits the Bone. Right. It's very boring. When the you know the bullet hits the boring. Yeah. <laughs> or when the boring hits the bone. I when the boring hits the bone. Yeah, exactly. I don't think uh, Golden Earring would appreciate yeah. that very much. <laughs> but. I guess, uh, yeah, I would just check out any of these. Maybe back in action, really the, the pinnacle. So. Right. And Tough and Deadly, those two. Um, you just check those out. And then, of course, TC2000. So like we did in this last episode. Oh, I'm just wrapping it up. You know, just like, <laughs> and then we're just naming all the ones we just named. I mean, it's not that helpful to people. But, hey, um, we yeah, gave positive I, reviews to pretty much every single one. I will think every single one. Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess I could just... Do, uh, anything else you want to say, or I can just do the plugs? And no, just that we're fans, and I don't we're know if there's any. Uh, well, here's a question: Are there any movies from this classic '90s period that we're missing and have yet to see? Well, see, there's. Hmm, it says on IMDb that he's in a movie called Invincible from 1992. It's a Asian martial arts movie. Has hmm. what do you know about that? All I know is that he plays Billy, and Jerry Trimble's supposedly in it. And I don't know much about. I'll do some more research. Um, but besides that, um, we've seen most of his movies or his like bit parts, like China O'Brien Two and stuff like that. So most of the movies. So he's had a great much career, about. interesting life. You know, I, I guess that would uh, just to wrap up, say check them out if you haven't. Let's check them out if you, if you haven't. So they're all worthwhile, all recommended. So I guess the plugs we have are uh, Tie Action Rocks on Instagram, um, Tie Come Up It's on Twitter. Confidencereviews.net, the website, and that's the same thing on um, Facebook. And you got the and uh, emails are crpodcast at yahoo.com. Yeah, and then want to say thanks again to the Warriors, Confidence Warriors. Yeah, thank you to the Warriors, and um, thank you to Billy Blanks wherever you are. And I yeah. believe we out. Yeah, we out. I hope he makes a comeback, and we out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
you bubblehead. 